My next guests are a power couple. Hadn't had them on the show in a long time, but they are fantastic. I, last time I was in season three of Black Love, and uh, when I had them on, season one had premiered, and it was uh, to great numbers. They're the creators of the popular series Black Love that airs on the OWN network um, to great numbers. Uh, in season three, like I stated earlier, the goal is to become the hub for black couples and singles looking to build community and conversation around healthy relationships at every stage of life. Please welcome back to Money Making Conversation, my favorite couple, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Hello. Hello, your favorite couple? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll take it. You got to, you know, because y'all y'all doing what so many people have said is a problem in the in the black community. Not understanding relationships mm-hmm. amongst each other, not communicating with each other. And it also, you know, I don't know, are you helping define what black relationships can be? And they... And when I say that, I mean, they can be so many different levels. And so mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I come from a traditional black family, you know, from the South. My mom didn't work. She stayed at home. And, and a lot of African-Americans my age have that experience like that. But technology has changed so many things. So the experience mm-hmm. of what black love is, is being communicated differently to so many people. And that's why you are my favorite, Tommy. <laughs> wow. favorite couple. That is incredibly kind, and we appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. Tell me what's going on. Season three, brother. Come on now. <laughs> season three? Who told you there was a season three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you seem to have the scoop. I'm going to have the scoop now. I'm going to have some information, but the thing about it is you guys created this project, yeah. which which I think is really, let, let's, go, let's go back to the, it getting started, mm-hmm. when it first started, because mm-hmm. it was just an idea. And it was a concept right. where you called, when I say called on favors to get people to uh, uh, reveal themselves in an emotional manner as a couple. Yep. And then it, and then it aired and voila. Right. So we, um, well, you know, not quite that simple, but you know. <laughs> it felt like voila. Well, it was voila. Come on, Tommy. Voila. Aired, Hollywood's a, magic. You know, a lot that. happened for several years before it aired. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we certainly called on favors in terms of relationships with, with um, friends and friends of friends and parents of friends mm-hmm. to sit down and have honest conversations. And mm-hmm. Tommy and I have kept it just the four of us in a room, me, mm-hmm. him, and the couple. Right. So there's no gaffer, there's no PA, wow. there's no, you know... Publicist. Yeah, the four of us. Tommy does all the production. And I just asked the question. And um, and so we keep it really intimate, and then, and we've and we've tried to maintain that um, through season one, season two, and uh, what's to come. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? I think you you may have inspired us. I think we should probably make an announcement sometime today. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Tommy. You inspire me. Okay, we're gonna talk about a little bit about the things that you guys do outside of uh, uh, outside of. Uh, you know, black love because of the fact that this is so important because mm-hmm. of the fact that black people, we're an interesting group of people. We're interesting people. You know, we don't talk about <laughs> uh, situations when it comes to health issues. We don't, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't last mm-hmm. to talk about mental issues. You know, we don't want to talk about, definitely want to talk about any sexual issues. Okay. And so, mm-hmm. so we, we, we live in this little box world of bad information, you know? And so, and that, that bad information really doesn't help because guess what if you pass along bad information leads to more ignorance and so socially and emotionally within our community 
we live uh, uh, we live in a box of lies, I believe. Right. And your mm-hmm. show, I I feel, uh, starts to peel back the truth mm-hmm. and allow people to be honest. That's why that's why I'm, a, I'm I'm fans because of the fact that thank you. It, you know, it's an idea that. That that only you two could have thought of because of the fact that it it, it was derived through through a trail of uh, emotions through a, an idea that this is the truth and this is what's really right. happening and we want to reveal it. That's why when right. I watch an episode, you know, it's really intimate to me. And you know, I, I see them sitting real close to each other on the sofa. You know, nobody's you know <laughs> nobody's worried about the shirt being buttoned up right or the pants tucked too tight. They just, you know, I I I be going okay. They they could have fixed that shirt right there. But this is the, but this is the, this is the moment. You know, I'm being a producer. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Trust me. Sometimes I'm thinking it too, but I'm also like, you know what? I don't want to stop. Right. What what's what's happening right now? I don't want to stop someone from sharing something mm-hmm. by making them self-conscious. And so much of it is, you know, like Cody said, it's the four of us in a room. Right. And so when you're sitting down with your friends or with your marriage mentors, if you are fortunate enough to have them and somebody's shirt has had something, you're not going to be like, yo, bro, what's up with your shirt? <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Because it, will, it so, will break the moment because it's like, this is about our story about how we should look. You feel me? Right. And, yeah. And, and that's yes. what that's yes. what you know. I feel that that stops communication within the within the, our black families, and that's why okay. when I when I look at the show when you first came on the show and I and they sent me some uh, some, some some tape to review the show and really get a clear understanding yeah. of the show. My big takeaway was, thank you, thank you for allowing us to talk. And what what in in hearing me speak like this. What has been the most satisfied takeaway for you guys with your show? I think it's been twofold. One, there's a sense of selfishness. And so we started the show because there were a couple of reasons, but one was because we didn't have the examples that we felt we needed in order to be properly equipped and to be able to have a marriage that can sustain. And so we wanted to talk to people who had done it. And so I think we've learned a lot and we're still struggling and working through things, but having gone through these couples and these interviews and this experience has certainly given us tools that uh, helps us day to day. But beyond that, like you said, the idea of there there are two things we don't see ourselves or before this, we hadn't seen ourselves much in the right way. Mm -hmm. We were always miscategorized or misrepresented on TV or on social media and but we knew, sort of like privately, we knew that there were couples that made it work. We knew that, you know, there was a neighbor, their neighbor across the street or that, you know, a couple from the church or whatever it may have been, but they just never got any shine. And so we wanted to be able to show people, no, 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 we are out there as happy, loving couples. And then we wanted to be able to normalize the this understanding of marriage and how things actually work, which is very different than if you take your cues from TV or film. Now, when you say when I was when I was reading some of your credits, it was saying uh, the goal is to become the hub, which means that you want to be a curative content mm-hmm. of black couples and singles looking to build community and conversation mm-hmm. around healthy relationships at every stage of life. Explain that, man. Mm-hmm. Explain that format. To so, me. so with <laughs> with um, Black Love, the series that is on OWN, um, we we're able to show couples, married couples making it work and what that requires, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that we notice is that 
in, in order to have a healthy, happy relationship, a lot of the times the relationships of your past and not, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends exclusively, but your parents, your siblings, your best friends, those relationships being fractured, those relationships having trauma, those relationships being uncomfortable, or as you mentioned, you know, not talking about what's real, um, play a role in your marriage. Right. Because they play a role in your expectations and, um, and how you operate in your patterns. And so we actually launched blacklove.com to expand the conversation past marriage. You know, we felt like it was, it was important to keep talking about marriage and partnership, but also to talk about those other, I guess, tenets of one's life and how important it is when we're trying to, like, build a relationship for decades um, to make sure that those other areas are healthy as well. Because one of the absolute best things you can do to give your relationship a real shot of making it is being the best you you can be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so another extension of that is actually coming up really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have done several live events, right? Like we'll take one of our couples or two of our couples and we'll go to different cities mm. and we do two hours. Mm-hmm. We, we have a conversation. We show clips from the show. We've done, we've done it with Kirk Franklin and Tammy in Dallas. We've done it with Taj and Eddie George in Chicago. We mm-hmm. went to Atlanta with Tamia and Grant Hill. Um, and... Then I think it was Tommy that had the idea that we do a full day. And so we did a full day in L.A. last year in October of conversations around relationships. And we were able to get even more specific than the show. And because there were, I don't know how many conversations that day, let's say 10 panel conversations with couples and then 500 people there, you know, you're able to ask questions. You're able to say, hey, this is my issue. Can somebody, A, tell me I'm not alone and B, help me out. And so it was really fun. And now we're doing it in Atlanta. Um, It's called the Black Love Summit. Summit. It's a full day of conversation um, in Atlanta on July 20th. Wow. I mean, you got to get a lot of stuff. You got to give me some banners. You got to give me. uh, Yeah, we got a lot. You know, because you got to put Rashawn to work. You know, you come to my town. I got to (laughs) promote. I got to use my social media because I just don't invite my friends on the show and go, okay, bye. Good luck. No, we're here to sell tickets. This is money-making conversations. Well, but it's, it, it speaks to where this question, or where this began, asking about wanting us, like us wanting to be the hub, us wanting to facilitate right. all the ways in which people consume what they need. And so sometimes people want to watch a TV show. Sometimes it'll be on social media. Sometimes it'll be a live event. And for us, it's trying to figure out how we can strengthen, strengthen the, the black community and put us in a better place mm-hmm. to be in happy, long, loving relationships. And so it's sort of however we can do that, we will. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing it. And I, I hear very clean. First of all, you both are past you're producers, you're directors, you're EPs. So it wasn't <laughs> like you guys got, you know, a lot of people pitch these TV shows and don't have the history that you two have to be able to pull this off. Like you said, you're the only two people in the room. How many people, that's just not a, just a regular person walking in there. You have the resume, you know, you know, uh, or being able to say this is what I do for a living, and so mm-hmm. now what? What is, I know we're about to have one minute left in this break, but uh, set up exactly where they can go. July twentieth, Atlanta, Georgia. Where they can go to get tickets, mm-hmm. and where is the location? Uh, blacklove.com slash summit. Um, again, Black Love Summit in Atlanta on July twentieth. 
uh, tickets are pretty cheap. Come on, go get them. Come tell us how we're doing. Um, we've announced several couples, Egypt Sherrod, Mike Jackson, Kevin and, and Melissa Frederick. People know him as Kev on stage. We have another big announcement coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Erica and Warren Campbell. Erica and Warren Campbell are giving a keynote. We're having an, an amazing luncheon by Jernard Wells, the chef of That's my Love. man. That's my man. Chef um, my man. Come on now. I know. Come through, Rashawn. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I will definitely uh, do that. But first of all, let's promote it. So definitely give me all these banners. When you make that announcement of that next guest, please send that banner so I can make it on my social media. i got almost a million followers. We cross all platforms. We'll be back with more of my favorite power couple, uh, Cody and uh, Tommy Oliver. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. Uh, this is a show that I started um just as a promotional tool uh, two years ago, just to promote my brand. Uh, I would call my friends. They would come on the show and didn't really know what I was talking about. Didn't have a point of view. And then after four weeks turned into three months, three months turned into a year and a year turned into two years. And, and one of the great couples that I had on my show in that first year was uh, Cody and uh, Tommy Oliver. Um, reason I say they're a great couple, because there's a passion that drives their success, a commitment to a sto- storytelling. And a lot of people don't understand when I say storytelling. Storytelling is, is not so much about uh, how you look or what you say, but it really is about what you say. And, they, and it always has a beginning, middle, and end. And it's an honest conversation. And that's what they do with their series that airs on OWN Network. Now they have a summit. It's coming to Atlanta, Georgia, July 20th. I will be in town because I'll be coming back from Orlando, Florida. And I will be dropping by. And I also will be promoting we we talk real fast about it. Let's let's slow it down. Tell everybody about the summit that's coming to Atlanta, July twentieth. Mm-hmm. So you know uh, we have the Black Love Summit that we are hosting in Atlanta, or that Atlanta is hosting for us. Uh, we're super excited to just make it a part of the city, um, and we are bringing several of our couples from the series uh, and having conversations all day long around healthy relationships, mm-hmm. everything from dating for depth to being married and juggling the the parenting grind, Mm -hmm. Um, couples and coins, Rashawn, Mm. Uh, you know, how couples manage their finances, get on the same page. We're going to have a conversation about the term submission, what that means in a marriage. Does it apply to you? Does it not? Um, we, We are doing a panel of all husbands, five men talking about what it, what it means to be a husband and five women. Um, doing a panel of wives. And then we have a very cool um, event that we just added because our, our friend and partner, Jeff Johnson, uh, cousin Jeff, as many people call him. Out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Jeff. Mm-hmm. Father of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he is the homie and just a cool, smart, thoughtful, caring dad mm-hmm. who cares about, um, oh, I'm going to throw it to Tommy, the, the, re- the resident dad up in here. <laughs> so we are developing a really cool podcast, which hasn't been announced yet, but we're going to do a live recording of the podcast as one of the events. Called. So Tommy, you, you, uh, you, you're you about to get a podcast. That's what you're about to say. Podcast. You're making an announcement yeah. on Money Making Conversation. That's what you're saying. <laughs> you know what? That will be one of two announcements we make today on your show. <laughs> on your show. Make sure you tell us when there's like one minute left and we're going to give you the juice for sure. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks. You know, there's a couple of things that you, you said in, about the series. If I can get a little tease detail, you talked about submissions. When, when, uh-huh. when, when you talk about uh, the role, 
And I'm assuming that mm-hmm. the role of the wife or the role of the man when it comes to submission. Can you give us a little more detail? Because I'm trying to build that momentum. <laughs> Get everybody to go, yeah, that's me. I'm, well, I'm, 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 I'm there to tell. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> here's the thing that's interesting, right? Is that it means different things to different people. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think about biblically, when you think about what people talk about in their vows or in the church, mm-hmm. and maybe it's antiquated. Like mm-hmm. Maybe it's an old term. That's what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But when you think of it that way, you know, it's about the wife submitting to her husband. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people look at that term, that that word, that that, that sentence and go, well, I'm not doing that. Right. And right. some people are like, well, that is what women do in a marriage, and there's a reason for it. And so we actually, Dondre Whitfield is going to talk about this with us. Eve my man, Sarad, my man. Mike oh, Jackson. you guys are great people yes. on here. Dante can talk. We can talk. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and so we're, we are Dondre? not taking a stance mm-hmm. as much as discussing what does it mean in your marriage um, and then to, you know, a lot of times we have single people in the audience. Like, what do you think of it? Are you looking to do that? Are you looking not to? Mm-hmm. What's interesting about it, it usually provokes a reaction one way or another. Yes. And they'll talk about it like, what? I'm not doing that. Right. Well, you know it anyway. Right. <laughs> because let me say, can I say this too? From our, from our show, from our experience as married people, um, from conversations that we have, there's no one way. So we're not here to say... Right. We're not, we're, none of these conversations are, this is what you must do to have a happy, healthy marriage. No, right? not pre- prescriptive in that way. Right. But we are taking ideas, right? You mentioned that, that a certain generation, you know, the, the mom or the wife stays home and takes mm-hmm. care of the kids and mm-hmm. cooks and the husband goes, you know, mm-hmm. as we change from generation to generation, what, is, what, is, what do we need to change about our relationship? So, for example, I haven't thought about this until just now when we're talking about permission. And if I were to answer what submission is for me in my marriage, it's the idea of a phrase that I've said before. In marriage, as the guy, you can be right or you can be happy. Mm-hmm. Choose one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me, that's a level of submitting to the marriage, mm-hmm. right. putting the marriage above what you may naturally want or do, which mm-hmm. is to be right. And so mm-hmm. that's what submission is. So you're saying, Tommy, there are times where you are actually right? And you know, Absolutely. and you submit no, no to time. being wrong. Absolutely, <laughs> but it does not matter. It does not matter. I love it. This is absolutely true. I, I don't care what race you are. That happens. That's universal. <laughs> exactly. That's universal. Hispanic, Asian. Okay, we all we all give in, ladies. We give in. We give in. But we're smarter. But we're smarter. We, hey, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Public comment. Say we we smarter, but we will give in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, you know, I'm going to just let you two have that. Absolutely got to, because I'm about to go into a quick conversation about the other thing that Nugget that you said was about the role of the uh, of the husband, his his role. Uh-huh. And you're going to have a, mm-hmm. a, a five men on stage talking about that. Yep. And I, I yep. want to turn to Tommy and talk about that a little bit and give us a, a, some some wisdom terminologies that's, that's going to come out of that session. Mm. So this will be our second time doing this. We did it last year at the, the first summit, and this will be the second time. And it, it's really the sort of conversations that, you know, you sometimes get when you've got just guys hanging out, you know, right. guys who are married, mm-hmm. different. So it's not, you know, out looking for women. It's guys who are out and who are committed. And so the conversations that happen privately about what it takes to actually make this thing work. And there are things that, there are things that we need to do differently. And there are things that our, our women are doing, or guys, um, are just driving us crazy. And so part of it is how do we deal with those things? How do we make sure that we are the best possible 
partner and and all of what that looks like. And so it could be a hundred different things, or it could be something as simple as making sure you still give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Right. There's so many times where as as time goes on, you become short and snappy, and the things that didn't bother you in the beginning, now all of a sudden it's like World War Three. Mm-hmm. But if you're your best friend were to do it, oh, it's fine. And you know, she was just 10 minutes late. Yet if your spouse shows up 10 minutes late, it's like, wh- who do you think you are? You're right. so disrespectful. Right. I couldn't believe you right. left me waiting here for 10 minutes. Right. It's like, <laughs> like, like, Let me hang know. it. Like, and so just those sorts of things. And also there's a, we, we as men, we need other men to talk to. Right. We need other men to talk to who are right. going to keep us, accountable and not just be like, well, yeah, she's crazy. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, Tommy, because I, I would tell you, though, I never, I never share my, um, my relationship with any of my friends. You know, it's kind of like we talk sports, Mm -hmm. we talk food, we talk sports, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's, that's, that's my conversation with my boys now, you know, we want to know anything else, you know, we got problems. Why are you asking? And so (laughs) cutting through that mystery that you're you're doing in this panel, I think it's really, really good. And uh, and and like I said, this is a passion project that I I love talking to you two about because it started with love. It's going to be built on love. And it's going to be you guys are going to become, you know, content creators, content builders, hoarders of this information and distributors of this information. And I think that's amazing that you've been able to find this level of balance in your personal life and your professional life in something that's a passion driven project that can make money. Rashawn, we didn't say we had any balance in our personal life. <laughs> What'd you say? We, I said, we, we didn't say we have any balance in our personal life. You don't have no balance. Have, uh, you do have balance. We have three kids. We have three now, kids under three. You, oh, I'm going to tell you something. And You're talking to me on this radio <laughs> show right now, this podcast. <laughs> that's balance. Because them kids somewhere else, somebody, somebody else taking care of. I know what balance is. I got a kid. Okay. When they ain't in the interfere with my life, that is balance. So somebody's taking care of. That's the balance I'm talking about. But, what I, but, but I know we have two minutes left, and I wanted to uh, comment, uh, okay. Tommy, comment a little bit on uh, uh, Flint, Michigan, and what's going on there. If you can update us on what's going on up there, I really appreciate it. Uh, it made the news real big, and you know, all of a sudden it just dropped off. What exactly is going up there? If you can help us out a little bit before we wrap up the interview, because I need one minute left for you guys to give me the dramatic tease. <laughs> yes. uh, so we are doing a project called Flint and really talented writer director named Malcolm Mays is directing it and partnering with Overbrook on it. And we're shooting it in Flint. And it's a, it's a story where it's not about the Flint water crisis, but the Flint water crisis is the backdrop. And mm-hmm. as such, we wanted to try to continue to make sure that people are thinking about it and pushing the narrative because they are still struggling out there and people just, it's out of sight, out of mind. And so as such, where the movie's going to be shot in Flint, we're going to use Flint artists. And for us, that was the only thing that we were ever going to do. And so we, we don't, we're not, we don't have dates set yet. Mm-hmm. But it'll we'll probably shoot either later this year or mm-hmm. maybe the top of next year. But we're still figuring out everything, and we got some really awesome talent on board, and it's a it's a meaningful and really cool awesome. project. Awesome. All right, Deb. Cody, you got uh, forty five seconds. Give me that big tease okay. on season three. Okay, so you alluded to it. <laughs> season three of Black Love will return August tenth. August tenth. Yes! And if, 
It's, you heard it here first. You did. Yes. You heard it here first, Rashawn. Like, I'm putting out on banners. I'm creating banners. August 10th, <laughs> July 20th, the Black Summit, Black Love Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. August yes. 10th on the OWN Network, the season three premiere of Black Love. Woo! I know how to promote, girl. My favorite couple. <laughs> Keep winning that. I'm going to see y'all on July 20th. 